0: After these messages, will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials tonight. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this.
0: Isn't this supposed to be haunted? It was an absurd idea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> my name's Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. How'd you like that? How'd you like my laugh?
2: Oh, it's very creepy.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Very scary. I've been watching a lot of... Is, this, is that my phone going off right here at the beginning? Of the show, I'll just turn that off and keep going um, Coming up today On the show We have
2: <laughs> Ghosts Yeah ghosts. ghosts
1: This is your idea for a Th- show
2: This was my idea What What could be more timely in the hottest part of the summer <laughs> Than a spookily theme? That is a good point Uh, show, but uh, I was thought of it because we were talking about that uh, Mandy Patinkin uh, Teen Angel uh, 7-Up ad, um, and then we happened to be watching an ad that I can't wait to get into that was absolutely bonkers and they but it also featured a ghost so i thought
1: that's one that you saw on tv recently in the wild in the have wild. i seen it and already forgotten we it? looked
2: i think we watched it together because i okay. feel like we both reacted to it but
1: i do remember you saying that's it we got to put together a show about ghosts and so here we are um also we will check in with the ad council as we always do um one one spotlight there one thing i'll shine the spotlight on in the ad council day diet coke Just in my book, and it sounds like there's differing opinions on this, but in my book, continues to miss the mark. First, they take on that, they like take on a fake claim that only nerds drink Diet Coke. And now they have another like straw man argument.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, so. Because the question of what. what like artificial stereotype of people drink diet Coke I think is an interesting one
1: yeah okay and and who those ads are targeting as well so all right let's start with some ghost stories How do you feel about that?
0: The doors and the tombstones quake Stoops the mountains swing and wake Happy haunts materialize And begin to vocalize Grim-griming ghosts come out to socialize, to socialize.
1: All right, should we start by replaying the Mandy Patinkin ad that we played um, last week for people who haven't heard it? Do we have new listeners? Is that (laughs) such a thing?
2: any new listeners. um, Maybe that's why we don't have new listeners, because we keep playing old shit. Um, (laughs) But yeah, why don't you just play this one? um, Just to recap briefly, it's a 50s style soda shop, and as the camera zooms in on it, um, Mandy Patinkin, sort a of
1: very young Mandy Patinkin. A very he young, says young Mandy his very Patinkin. Very first commercial
2: um, materializes, and he's sort of semi-transparent and starts to talk about his his day back in the soda shop with some like <laughs> weird. I don't know what what part of New York he's trying to be from, but um, anyway, give it a listen.
0: Hi, I'm Teen Angel. You probably heard about what happened to me and my short back in 57. Well, ever since then, I've been haunting this here mall shop, because it's where I used to hang out, you know? That used to be my booth, right there, where I'd sit all day drinking colas with Betty Lou. Most of the kids now, though, drink this uncola 7-Up. Hey, of course, we could have drunk 7-Up, too. But in them days, we figured having 7-Up with your hamburger was like wearing a bicycle clip on your chinos. We thought nothing could beat out a cola. Well, we was wrong. Seven up the uncola is really with it. It's Nowsville, man. No! We still don't know
1: what era that commercial's from, but we you're don't. guessing seventies, guess early
2: seventies. 70s? The, 70s, the the kids who are in the living kids in the soda shop are clearly hippies. Like they're uh-huh. they're all dressed like the girls all have the long straight hair with yeah. the headband. And he's fifties, so I guess it's been a solid decade that he's been yeah. haunting his malt shop. Um but the whole thing is a just it's very confusing. Yeah,
1: I, actually, I'm, I have some timeline issues with some other things that are gonna be coming up in the show later as well, as far as decades are concerned. But okay, so that's what sparked the idea. Then now here we are in the show. And I would say that this is Nowsville, man. <laughs> Let's move forward.
2: It's just Nowsville. Um so this is the this next one is the one that really uh, made me think like maybe there's a show here um, because and this this stunned me. I almost don't even want to tell you what it's
0: for. Oh, I've seen this because one. you and
2: yes. I were both watching it, going it on the edge of our seats, <laughs> wanting oh, to know right. what this commercial could possibly be for. I think that there is not much. Uh, there's not much audio to it, so I may just need to kind of narrate it as we go. Um, but we open up in a hospital, um, and. A guy who is clearly dead and in a hospital gown like he died on the table
1: Same kind of sort of effect as the Mandy Patinkin like, Yeah, you he's, know, he's
2: ghostly and blue But and just kind of walking eth- around Ethereal yeah. is walking around and he's handing out gifts to everybody Like brass, like gift-wrapped gifts in to other patients
0: Your story doesn't have to end As an organ donor, a good in you can live on. There it is. In fact, you could save up to eight lives through organ donation. Sign up to give the gift of life after you're gone. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe someone else will too. Sign up online today as an organ, <laughs> eye, and tissue donor at organdonor.gov. Okay,
1: it sorry. Lives. I was laughing at the end because after giving all these gifts to patients who are in their beds and they look so, they're on the verge of tears with gratitude as he hands them over these these. Packaged gifts, which we now know hold organs. What's in the box? <laughs> um, uh, then at the very end, he goes to high five a, a little boy who's hanging out in the in the lobby. But as he high fives the boy, his hand goes right through the boy's hand.
2: So many things to unpack, I guess, with this commercial. Ooh, I get it. What, for example, is are the does each box? Each box represents an organ. Some of them are like sort of, you know. They could potentially hold, like, a heart or, you know, I don't know, a spleen or mm-hmm. something. What's in, like, the shirt box? What, what's that yeah, organ? Yeah, uh,
1: that's, that's your um, large intestine okay. wrapped up like right. a belt.
2: I mean, I feel like it wants, it, it's asking me to envision what mm-hmm. organ is in each box.
1: Because the, he specifically says, the narr- narrator says there, you each person can give up to Save up to eight lives, right. which essentially implies that we're talking about eight organs here. I bet you if we counted, he might give away eight boxes in this thing. I don't
2: think he gets all the way up to eight. But yeah. um I think it's so bizarre. I like the so when it when the commercial starts, the organ donor sits up in bed in his ghostly form, kind of looks at his hands. I and mean, it's very much like any movie where, you know, it's it's like ghost where Patrick Swayze, like, has an out of body experience and is and is transparent and I haven't um, seen it. And ephemeral. <laughs> well, unfortunately, there's going to be a spoiler later in this episode. Um, he looks the the guy who's dead just looks sort of like, huh? I'm dead. Like he's like sort of mildly satisfied hmm. about it. Like, oh, I made it. I made it.
1: Well, honestly, though, if you die and you f- you find out, oh, this is what death is like, I get to go around giving people gifts, maybe you're kind of like, hey, this ain't so bad.
2: Nobody seems remotely upset that a spectral figure is handing them the organ.
1: No, the patients seem, like I say, some of them, that one guy near the end, the older gentleman, he seemed like really on the verge of, of an emotional breakdown as yeah. he received it. Uh, uh, one of the later ones, too, He's hand- there's a woman in bed with her family around her and the, the daughter, like maybe the adult, age daughter just seems sort of pleasantly surprised right.
2: oh, that's nice. oh look
1: Santa's here. Sort Dead of Santa's here
2: unrelated but the older man that you mentioned who seems so close to tears I think it's interesting that they seem to be signaling that he is um, in a gay relationship
1: oh I didn't notice that yeah
2: it's on the second watch I noticed it um, there two. he's an elderly white man and the person kind of holding oh, yeah, his I hand see. and oh, yeah. and in a in a way that suggests to me like a romantic partner is an another white man about his age. So yeah, I, my sense is that they're age, a, yeah. that they are a partnership, which is this is a, a U.S. Go government um, like PSA. Yeah,
1: it's go- Oregon though, right?
2: Oh, is it Oregon? I thought it was U.S. Department. Yeah, it's the U.S. Oh, Department right. of Health and Human Services. Oh. Um, so this is kind of an interesting take from a, a federal. Uh, department.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. Why did I think I'm mean, now I'm now I'm confused why I thought it was Oregon. Oh, because it's
0: organdonor.com. Oh,
2: boy. You're going to cut. You want to cut oh, that out?
0: No,
1: that's what people listen for. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Wow. I was like, I swore I saw Oregon somewhere. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, any that is a that is a bonkers commercial.
2: Yeah, I think it's wild. I I think I like it, I guess. But it just has a very strange tone. I'm a big fan of organ donation. I Mm -hmm. think everybody should should check the box on their license and make sure that they um, that they can donate. But um, it just has a very jaunty sort of energy to Mm -hmm. it that I think is like, because there's also a lot of, you know, you know what the best organ donor commercial I've ever seen is, is the one with the dog. Where, you know, the the old guy goes into the hospital oh And his God. dog yeah, waits I, one, I, think I think it was British or not It was definitely it not American It went viral a long time ago yeah, yeah, and his dog waits outside. I mean, nothing makes me feel more feelings Than a dog waiting for a master that will never come Yes and the dog waits and waits, and then somebody comes out of the hospital with the old man's heart or something, oh, yeah. and the dog kind of like follows, follows them. Oh man! I mean, that's not a real story either, any more than the ghost story is. But I just it like really gets my feelings going. Uh, this h- one didn't how do really you know make me not feel any stories. <laughs> well, um, if anyone has heard that there is in fact a ghost man walking mm-hmm. around. I'd be bummed to be a ghost and have to be in a hospital scrub for the, all of eternity. That's
1: true. That's yeah. a real bummer. That's one thing you didn't mention is he's wearing like the hospital gown. So we see his ass like every time he turns <laughs> his back to the camera. It's just like full on flabby ass. Full ass. ass. Problematic.
2: Um, all right. So what do you want?
1: Ikea next? I haven't seen a lot of these.
2: Yeah, let's do the Ikea one. I'm going to have to really narrate that one because I'm pretty sure it's just music. Okay. Um. But I'll tell you, we start in a in an A house that seems to be populated solely by white sheet style ghosts, Mm -hmm. right? Classic ghosts. Classic. What I always
1: wanted to be for Halloween.
2: Just a white sheet ghost, like maybe five or six of them. And then they're sort of having, I think they're having like a little party and then the doorbell rings. Oh,
1: these are the grim grinning ghosts socializing, right? Isn't that what that song we played at the top of the show is all about? A, A ghost party? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's take a listen to this.
2: Here come the ghosts. They're kind of all congregating in the living room.
1: Did you mention that we see the couple leaving the driveway at the beginning? Oh Sorry. I didn't. I kind of worked out there. So one kind of I think key thing here is we see a couple and they're leaving their house in their car and you hear the sound of the car pulling away here. and then it goes silent because as they leave, then the ghosts come creeping out. They start dancing a little. Oh, there's a DJ. Got some hors d'oeuvres. Oh, they're playing party games.
2: But it's a pretty sedate party. And then the door opens. Now a bunch of new ghosts come in, but instead of being white sheets, they are all kinds of bright colors and interesting textiles and big patterns, very bold colors.
1: They put a different record on and it sounds like a party now.
2: Now everybody's dancing. Now the couple pulls up and we see all the all the ghost uh, sheets throw themselves onto like the one becomes Be curtains, one becomes a blanket, one becomes like a rug.
1: hmm And the, so now the couple doesn't recognize their apartment because they have all these new tapestries. Yeah, all these new textiles. They
0: the Be door. a maverick with fabric. <laughs>
2: And they sit down. IKEA. A
0: wonderful everyday.
2: So, it's obviously not an American commercial Mm -hmm. because it's IKEA, but it's for IKEA. And be a maverick with fabric.
1: I like that commercial. I
2: really like it. One thing, I am a maverick with fabric. You are, I love a bright fabric. And look how well it
1: paid off in the age of COVID. You had some fabric. uh, What would be the... There's a great word when you're talking about fabric. Remnants? Swaths? Uh, No, I'm using that word. There's something close to that word that...
2: I'm not sure what you're looking for, okay. but I have a, I have lots of, uh, you know, leftover scraps of fabric that I've been using to make masks.
1: Yeah. I get a lot of compliments on my mask. <laughs> it, it has like, old-fashioned bicycles on it. Everybody's like, where'd you get that? I'm like, yeah, my girlfriend had some cloth laying around. She had some swaths. Swaths. Is that not a swath of fabric? or a, what? There's a ver- word very close to that that I'm driving people crazy with.
2: I'm just not All thinking right. of it.
1: Okay. Uh, what else do you have on the list? Okay. Diet Coke?
2: Let's go to Diet Coke.
1: No, this isn't the one that I'm angry at.
2: No, this is great, actually. I vaguely remember. Swatches. Okay. Those are usually, like, small like this. Okay.
1: Gotcha. But I just looked it up, and it's swatch. That's the word I was looking for. I'm not saying I was using it correctly, but there's a word that is close to the word I was looking for, so I've painted myself in glory.
2: (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. So this is a Diet Coke commercial from, I want to say, the early 90s. I remember it. I don't know if you Mm. will. I don't know. Um, but it's great. It's a uh, star-studded. You've got a young couple coming into a house that's sort of your traditional. It's a big old sort of Victorian-y seeming house. They're being uh, shown around by. A, it's unclear if they're buying it or renting it or just visiting it. But the guy who's showing them around is is an actor named Peter Cook. Mm. Um, he's he's kind of he would be familiar to a lot of people. He um, he's kind of he he wasn't in Money Python, but he was like. Of that era, of British satire. Okay. He was like a big partner of Dudley Moore. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, he he you. He's sort of a familiar figure to comedians, to people of a certain era, um, and he's he's an older man in this, and he's introducing them to the house uh, when a ghost appears.
0: I think you'll like this house. Uh, Isn't this supposed to be haunted? Haunted? was an absurd idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. The, uh, as they as they say that, the man puts a Diet Coke can down on the uh, the corner of the banister.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Good
0: <laughs> so, idea. I mean, what would a ghost be doing here?
2: <laughs> now a ghost hand grabs the Diet Coke.
0: No other diet soft drink delivers the real... Wow.
1: So you want to talk about what this ghost is doing? It's a woman ghost.
2: It's a woman ghost. It's played by uh, great actress Madeline Kahn. Of uh, Clue, fame of Blazing Saddles, of Young Frankenstein, and she's dressed, you know, in like traditional ghost garb, kind of a white ethereal. Uh, Stevie Nicks. She's dressed <laughs> like Stevie Nicks, exactly. Um, and she's doing some sort of fancy tricks. She's got like the the sodas like flying through the air. Um, she's flying up the stairs and singing. She's famously uh, does a lot of singing.
1: She fills her glass with Diet Coke by holding Diet Coke in one hand and the glass in the other, but they're far away from each other. And the Diet Coke is shooting in an arc up in the air and then down into the glass. That's a pretty
2: good ghost power. That's pretty
1: good. I just wonder about the fizziness once it hits the glass. Some
2: people don't like it as fizzy. I have a friend who pours out her Coke or her soda, whatever she's drinking. Pours it out real high above the glass. To try
1: to get a big head on it so then it'll bubble off.
2: Well, and to like, you know, to let it air out as to air yeah. basically let the air out of it as she's pouring it. Wow,
1: isn't this a fancy person?
2: <laughs> well, I mean I think liking flat soda isn't necessarily a sign yeah, of that's fanciness. true.
1: Um, okay, so let's go back to this. So there's a ghost
2: <laughs>
0: taking the back coat. No other diet soft drink delivers the real cola taste of one calorie diet Coke. The real one. It's lifting more and more spirits every day.
2: She disappears into the wall. (laughs) And the Coke can, of course, doesn't go through the wall because it is corporeal. So she opens the door and sneaks the can into the room with her. Right. It's not bad. Star studded. Uh, it's star-studded? I, do you remember seeing that?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I watched it before the show today, but I don't remember it from In the Wild back in the day.
2: I do remember it. Um, Madeline Kahn. Did you
1: recognize her back then as a kid? Were you no, old?
2: I wouldn't yeah. have known who she was. I would have been too young to really have a, a grip on who she was, but when I watched it today, I mm-hmm. recognized, I I could at least tell it was somebody famous. Mm-hmm. Like, a, You know how sometimes like a person just has that look like, oh yeah, like the camera wants you to know this is somebody.
1: Yes, yes, and uh, yes, that's a good way of putting it. I don't know if the person has the look or the way they are treated in the commercial, you know, the way they're directed around or whatever. Now you have another Diet Pepsi. No, this is just regular Pepsi? Uh,
2: this is regular Pepsi, um, but it's I put it in here uh, because it is basically the exact same gag that is made in the Diet Coke commercial. But like much worse executed. So around the time in the '90s, there was some Casper the Friendly Ghost movie. Oh yeah, and there were a ton of tie-ins. There was like Pizza Hut did a tie-in, and there, so there's like there was a million Casper commercials that I could have pulled for this.
1: It's good because it it it's, it targets kids, but you have the nostalgia factor for right. the adults.
2: I find Casper the Friendly Ghost just unreasonably irritating.
1: Who's worse, him or Richie Rich?
2: Oh, interesting! I think uh, Casper. I agree. Yeah, um, so this is basically the same gag. Um, you've just got Casper um, trying to get a Diet a Pepsi rather out of a fridge, but he can't pull it through the door because it's solid.
1: Yeah, I mean, it basically opens. We just see an old haunted castle. You see a bunch of doors opening as the camera kind of tracks through this big old haunted castle. Like, most of the commercial has nothing to do with soda at all. Yeah,
2: but it's the same basic beats, right? Like, here we are in a haunted mansion. Now there's, like, a ghost appearing.
1: Now here we are. We're going to enter the kitchen, and then in the corner, we see a refrigerator rocking around. Casper's in there. Casper pops out. But he won't oh, let go of the Pepsi. Like a raccoon. That's how you catch a raccoon. That is I learned how you that catch from a raccoon. Uh, where the red fern grows. That's
2: true. Riddle me this, Casper. You can pick up a Pepsi, so obviously you can manipulate solid yeah. objects. Open the refrigerator door.
1: Or stay in there and drink it. Or it's a hot day. Stay in there and drink
2: it. Like, what do you care? Yeah. Yeah. What a dumb ghost.
1: What a dumb ghost indeed. He's
2: one of the dumbest ghosts around.
1: Uh, Capital One, huh? Now, I did not expect to see a credit card on this list. This is such
2: a really bad one. I almost didn't. T- I almost didn't include it, um, but then I did, and here and here we are.
1: The uh, see, you say it's a bad one, but the description. Uh, this was posted by <laughs> someone called Rewind Me on YouTube. The description is cool Halloween themed ad featuring ghosts and ghouls. So, <laughs> so uh, this person
2: has a pretty low bar. They think it's cool. Cool.
1: This is from 2001, according to this person.
2: I remember this one too. This is a guy opening up his bill. He's sitting in a pretty nice house, like a lot of it's like nice expensive-looking furniture and office, you know, stuff. And he's really got like if, if this is your dedicated office space, you are doing fine, my dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's opening up his bills, and um, as he does, the the bills are represented by, you know how like uh, in. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when they open the Ark. Oh,
1: yeah. And Ghosts like, kind of, some sort of s- spin like, spin around. Yeah,
2: some like sort of vaporous, ghosty things come out and spin around before shit really starts popping off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like that.
1: That's what the fees are, right? Doesn't he complain oh, about yeah, the, fees the fees and bills? Okay, let's take a okay. listen to this.
0: Credit card bill. <laughs> One rate for
1: purchases Higher rate for cash advances And those telemarketers
0: Relax we switched to Capital One's new no hassle card (gasps) Mm.
2: Now all the ghosts kind of explode
1: Those ghosts are way more detailed Than I thought they were going to be yeah, they're, very, they're almost like one of them's um, like a
2: dead baby f- head. You know, that's unpleasant.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like um, maybe Beetlejuice style ghosts. At one point, a I thought they'd bit. Be, I thought they'd stay more generic. Looks like there's a little button on the end here. Whoa, whoa, fixed rate. Huh? Honey. Oh, at the end, he's scared of his wife. He thinks his wife is a ghost, but she's just wearing like a skin mask on her face, or not a mask. Please what don't do call, it, call
2: it, it a skin mask. Skin mask. <laughs>
1: what are they called?
2: Um. Just like a clay mask.
1: She's got like a clay mask on her face, and
2: curlers in her hair. Yeah, I like how they cast a woman who played his wife with a regional accent, which you don't hear that much in ads.
1: Oh, I actually didn't notice. What was it?
2: Um, Play it again, like you'll. I'm not. I'm not great with accents, so I couldn't necessarily place it. But it's definitely not like generic LA. Look at
1: these bees. Honey. One rate for purchases, higher rate for cash
2: advances, and those telemarketers. Relax, we switched to Capital One's new no-hassle one. card. Capital One,
1: Capital One. What is that? I don't know.
2: It's a little bit New York, maybe kind of kind of Annie Potts from Ghostbusters. Okay. Maybe that's what they're trying to evoke.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Ghostbusters. Maybe. maybe. Uh, BMW has one I see here.
2: Oh, I love this one.
1: Good. Finally. You're not, is this one cool, this Genevieve? This a
2: cool halloween theme, dad. <laughs> um, this one is actually pretty amazing. I almost just want to let you... I think we have to narrate it again because there's not a lot of, like, talking, but... Um, Okay, but, this is
1: one I have not seen yet. I just, see it came out in let 2000. Let just let you react to
2: it, and then we'll explain it.
1: Okay, so this came out in 2000. Should I read this description on the BMW's YouTube page? Uh, in in the year 2000, we set out on a quest to bring to life our vision of an automobile that people could drive themselves but didn't have to. Okay, let's take a, take a listen to this. Car driving through the forest on a dark, lonely night. Ooh, scary little... Uh, like Wiccan stick things hanging from the trees.
2: Right, some sort of Blair Witchy thing.
1: True detective. Ooh! In the middle of the road, there's a classic girl ghost white dress. Like the ring. Hair in her face. Walking towards the car. The car is freezing up with frost. She's getting in the car. She's really She's terrifying looking, but then she gets scared of the car itself.
2: And runs away.
1: Because there's nobody in it. The
2: car is driving itself. It's the ghost car scared the, the ghost The future girl. of driving.
1: Oh, that's pretty good. That ghost is frightening.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, and then there's like a little tag on this. Oh,
1: yeah, here, let me come back to this. Okay, so now we see the car.
0: The future of driving. Nothing to be afraid of.
2: I'm not sure why because all these
0: we're working on safer cars attached. for a safer tomorrow with large scale data driven development.
1: Oh, they got real boring here at the end. <laughs>
2: yes. At the
0: BMW autonomous
1: driving campus. Oh, they really ruined that at the end. They like then they show some tester in the BMW campus and he's in the back seat of the car and he's typing something on it. Oh, I see he's downloading what the camera footage right. from the car and he sees the ghost and he But gets like startled. we don't need
2: the We don't need chapter two here. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like the ghost in this. I think she's legitimately scary. She's very very much like the ring uh, kind of. But who knew there were autonomous vehicles of any description in 2000? Yeah. That feels very early. It was like
1: it was a test vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: obviously, they weren't. It's not being. It wasn't something that you could Mm -hmm. go buy, uh, you know, off the lot. But, like, I just. I guess how long does it take to get a test to get autonomous cars which we have now like well they had to start a while ago
1: yeah yeah um i do like that commercial though yeah and i also there's something about the the trope of the ghost in the middle of the forest that stops the car i feel like i used to read um this is a weird thing. My parents didn't want me reading Stephen King because he had a reputation. He was, I guess, it's just dark because he doesn't. He's not like really sexually explicit in his books, is he? Maybe there are scenes, but I remember my mom liked Stephen King. It's not I his main thing. To, yeah, I wasn't allowed to read it, but she had a bunch of John Saul books. Do you oh, know yeah. who John Saul? <laughs> Only is?
2: because you've explained. Yeah, this and to so me. I was allowed to
1: read those for some reason, and those were more kind of ghosty or whatever. And I remember there was one that I believe the action kicks off with. Or at some point, it features prominently the idea of a, of a girl, a ghostly girl in the woods. Mm-hmm. And so that uh, I like that. I like that trope.
2: Yeah, I do too. I also, The Ring is one of my most favorite scary movies. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that uh, they're clearly kind of trying to remind people of that particular kind of ghost. One of the other thing that I think is funny about this show or or interesting is like,
1: about this commercial
2: just like this general theme oh. is like there's there's sort of a there's sort of a few different types of ghosts right like there's the there's the girl there's the the spectral lady in white
1: mm-hmm.
2: um and then there's this one we're about to look at for sonic which uh, i would say can best be described as like um like a jacob marley maybe like a okay. sort of a, a
1: chain rattler
2: a, ch- a bit of a chain rattler um that's very offensive to ghosts.
1: Sorry, we don't call them that. We don't
2: call. We can't say that. Um, actually, that is kind of the joke in this commercial. But it, the the guy, the guy who's the ghost, who is just like totally blown out, is in blue and white light. Mm-hmm. Um, is dressed in a sort of a Victorian era garb. You know, he's got that like, like from another era, caught yeah, sure, yeah. in time kind yeah, of vibe yeah. to him.
1: This does look like one of those. Um, videos that is like kind of filmed with somebody's phone off their TV so the sound quality p- probably won't be great but um, once you set it up for us what's happening in this
2: all right so this is at which um, I don't really we don't really have those but I think you like pull up and drive, like you pull up and you eat in your car oh, okay yeah um, and so there's a car sitting there and a uh, a cop uh, a woman cop kind of taps on the window of this car with her flashlight and wants to know uh, what's going on in there and the person who responds is this uh bright brightly bright blue and ethereal uh man ghost like you said the kind of victorian style Kind of victorian style ghost um sitting in the car and he tells her what he's eating what's going on here
0: oh uh just eating a baja dog with pepper jack and jalapenos Uh uh-huh
2: you pay for that hot dog what? We had a complaint that some guy was down here rattling chains and moaning.
0: Oh, okay. And just because I'm a ghost, you assume it's me.
2: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 Cut to um, uh, just a sort of a, I don't know, losery looking guy. He's wearing like a pirate shirt and jorts, I want to say. Just kind of like doing a dance. And rattling some chains.
1: Now, so, and then she says, okay, you can go, sir," Because we assume that this is the guy that stole the...
2: I think, well, he's the one who's rattling the chains that drove the complaint.
1: But she also, didn't she start by saying, did you pay for that dog? She did. What's the the evidence that either one of these guys stole the dog? That doesn't hold together. It
2: doesn't hold together. You need to show the
1: guy wiggling the chains that he had an ill-begotten hot dog.
2: Well, I think they just got the complaint about the chain... Rattling but
1: didn't she specifically ask him did, am I misremembering this didn't she she did ask say, about it, did it, But it wasn't the that? source
2: of the complaint.
1: Yeah, why is she asking about whether or not? He She's paid? just
2: looking for any PC cops, right? Yeah
1: cops uh, Who thought that's where the show was going? Um, oh, oh, no, I see on your <laughs> These Twix left Twix right Twix commercials. I never got them. Didn't we used to debate them? I think you liked them a little <laughs> bit more than me or am I misremembering that?
2: I'm not some huge fan of them. Um, I, they don't particularly rub me the wrong way, they It seems so
1: forced to me. They it, created this conceit that, like...
2: It is a forced a, conceit, for sure. Yeah, it's just for sure. so
1: forced. Yeah. So anyway, this I think I remember this one, though. This is one where there's a couple of guys standing... Are they in a hotel lobby? Oh, no, no, a funeral home, of course.
2: Um, yes. Well, is that right?
1: I think so, because the... Yes. Oh, he,
2: I, yeah, that's right. So the, the joke here is that everybody... Who has a line in this is underscoring the point that they're exactly like the thing they say they're different from. So you have uh, two guys talking to each other saying uh, that they're nothing like they're nothing alike because one is a funeral director and one is an undertaker. Right, or whatever right, they right. Have a day. And
1: then I think it's the rule of three, so we'll get three of those kinds of jokes. I'm guessing the final one might be a ghost.
2: One of them is a ghost. so let's find out
0: together. It's about time they gave left and right twix their own packs. They got about as much in common as you a mortician and me an undertaker, <laughs> or you a janitor and me a custodian, <laughs>
2: <laughs> or you a ghost and me a spirit. <laughs>
0: New left and right twix packs. It's time to decide.
1: I kind of like that one. I mean, it is short to the point. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't really bother me. Uh, at the end, though, I was re- I was ready for like the 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 kind of like. Shock! Take everybody being afraid of the ghosts when they suddenly appear, but everybody seems pretty cool. With Everybody's it. super. Chill. I mean, they're on the biz. Yeah, they know how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. What is this, Genevieve? The Bachelor. Um, I've
2: saved the best worst for last.
1: Is this a, a commercial or like a promo for a?
2: It's a. Com- it's a promo for The Bachelor. You okay. are familiar. I know you have not watched The Bachelor, but I you haven't. are familiar with the concept.
1: The concept is there's one man. Yes, and he's single. Yeah, and there are three women, and they compete for his affection. <laughs>
2: well, it's more than three; uh, okay. they get whittled down week after week. I forget okay. how many they start with, but it's a, probably like a baker's dozen. Okay, um, and so each week, uh, somebody does not get the rose, and they I see. hit the bricks, do a crying interview in the limo. Well,
1: they do. They go on dates. I, I'm for real. I've never even seen it.
2: Well, they go on. So they starts out. I have watched at least one season of The Bachelor. It starts out with like. Joe Bachelor or whatever his whatever mm-hmm. whoever he is each year, uh, will go on like a group date with like half like all the women or maybe half the women, and you know they'll go like we're gonna go water skiing and then like we're gonna go and then he goes like and like well I like the water skiing date and you know Mandy R really stuck out to me as someone who was like the sluttiest which is always a you know a smart play in the beginning. Um, This is
1: making me very uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, and then eventually they whittle it down and whittle it down to, like, the top four or five, and that's when they have the fantasy suite dates, and those are the sex dates. Oh. Um, Where they... They
1: They go to Bonton Abbey? They go to
2: Bonton Abbey. They go into a, a room. They close the door. The camera, like, follows them into the room, and then it, like, you know, pans away to a...
1: Uh, oh, I didn't realize it was so cheap. A
2: curtain blowing in the wind. Really? Yeah. I actually did.
1: I literally did not know that. They
2: meet each other's families. This
1: show does not seem to have staying power. There's no way this show will Who, be around. Yeah, how
2: will this show ever survive? Huh. Um, so, this is some bachelor named, I want to say Peter.
1: Let me scroll down. Do they say?
2: Um, I don't, again, I haven't seen this in forever. But the pre- <laughs> the premise of this ad is Peter. Is shirtless, and he sits down to do some pottery, like on a potter's wheel to to throw a pot. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he's doing it, you hear start to hear the the famous song from Ghost. Um, and hands, as in the movie Ghost, kind of like come behind him, women's hands. And Are those start- ghost
1: hands in the movie?
2: Yeah, they're ghost hands in the movie. And in this one first we see one pair of hands, but then it's a bunch of hands for representing all the <laughs> That's ladies. That's kind of funny. Yeah, so why don't you give us a play? There's, a, there's also a good little kicker at the end.
1: He's very handsome. He takes off his shirt. Is he very handsome? I don't know. He's got a good body. Better than eh. mine, I guess. Okay, there's- here
2: comes hands number one. Now hands number two. Oh, there's hands everywhere. It's a real smorgasbord of hands. Yeah. Now the hands are sort of like fighting with each other to so like, and the The pot gets tossed the. You in danger, boy. (laughs) At the end, Whoopi shows up. Whoopi shows up to reprise her famous line, boy, girl, you in danger. You in danger, girl.
1: Um... That's a great promo.
2: It's interesting that you like it. Um,
1: Considering I've never seen the show and I've never seen the movie Ghost, I think that's a funny promo.
2: That is amazing that you like it, because considering how few of the cultural markers
1: you have a handle on, um, I'm
2: impressed that you knew it was Whoopi Goldberg, frankly.
1: (laughs) Well, I saw it in the comments.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But interestingly, when I was looking for this or looking for for commercials, um, I, I found this one. And I thought it was funny, like you know, how, how it was like a little tag on our ghost show. And I also found an article from some dumb, you know, like just celebrity blog or whatever that was like fans were not happy about the Bachelor's uh, ghost uh, reference in their in the in the promos. Like, what were they so mad? What about? were they mad about?
1: They were too sexual.
2: They were seemingly mad about like they didn't seem to have a coherent. Objection to it. One person said. One person tweeted. It was just a series of angry tweets. Which, by the way, all you you can always find ten angry tweets about something. Someone said, "I bet the people watching this show don't even aren't even old enough to remember this movie." Um, They did. They thought it was like gross or sort of like just like unpleasant. You know, sort of like Mm. viscerally unpleasant.
1: Mm. Seeing all the hands like kind of slithering around his torso.
2: So, I don't know. You know who
1: liked it? I'm looking at the comments. I love looking at YouTube comments. You know who liked it? Uh, Pinoy Drama Academy commented, I want to feel up his body too.
2: (laughs) Oh, Pinoy Drama Academy. I don't know
1: what's going on there. How old are you even? To uh, Flarebox responded, "Why he looks like a teenage boy?"
2: Yeah, I mean, look, you know, Peter's body is what it is, and you know, he's in reasonably good shape. But I don't know if he's like shirt off on national television, in mm. good shape, you know.
1: I'm just an I'm just I can't throw stones there. I just see anybody. Oh, me
2: neither. I'm not trying to yeah. like, but you also don't see me with my shirt off on national television.
1: Yeah, you don't see me with my shirt off around the house. I
2: don't. Need, yeah, so exactly. There,
1: there's that. <laughs>
0: Everybody's talking
1: at me How would you feel about that?
0: I don't If you took
2: your shirt saying. off?
1: No, if I just became the kind of guy who <laughs> wanders around the house, shirt, uh, the house shirtless. That's
2: your prerogative. But it it's would change fine. the
1: dynamic, though.
2: Well, what are we, is this like, you know, are you at work?
1: I'm just often shirtless, just like watching TV shirtless. And I know a lot of people do it. I'm not saying it's wrong, but like, I'm not that guy. I'm just insanely ashamed of my body. Yeah. I think I have a very gross torso. So I don't think it'd be very pleasant <laughs> we for call you. call this show frankly. gross torso? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I just think it would be, I, I think that- I'll tell you what- You're underselling the dynamic change you would in be the house. You would be a
2: thousand times more uncomfortable with it than I would.
1: This is probably true, but so, I guess in this version of events, though, I have kind of changed, and now suddenly I'm, I'm comfortable fine with, with it. That. Really, I
2: wish I would. I wish you would go swimming with me. Like, yeah. I'm always advocating for you to do more shirtless stuff. <laughs>
1: I didn't. You know, I didn't realize that, but now uh, duly noted. All right, what do we got from the listeners today? Anything about me being shirtless?
2: <laughs> I'm sure next week. Yeah, I uh, probably, probably have quite a few. Um, so I, I think you teased this at the beginning, but um, we've talked about the Diet Coke is for nerds commercial. And I got very mad about it. Um, In and that
1: I, one, I'll just really quickly say, like it's like two people, like uh, or yeah, that's right, it's a man and a woman ordering um, food at a diner, and the one orders a Diet Coke, mm-hmm. and then the one like says, a
2: psychopath. And
1: another person says Diet Coke is for nerds. <laughs> and then the rest of the commercial <laughs> is them saying, "Yeah, nerds are awesome." Yeah. and
2: guess what? Nerds are cool now. Boom! Yeah, did I just blow your mind? Like, what
1: the hell? What yeah. is a nerd drink, by the way?
2: Is there any we talked product? About this. Did
1: we already do? Yeah, this? we
2: said Monster or, di- or uh, Mountain Dew.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. The it's kind Mountain of, like, Dew. Mountain Dew. Yeah, that kind of. I'm almost thinking like what? What would be like? But that's still Mountain kind of cool Mountain Dew should come nerd. back
2: hard on that.
1: Yeah, that's still kind of cool nerd. I mean, like real dweeb. Like what would dweebs drink?
2: What would a dweeb drink.
1: Like what? Like milk, right?
2: Like I don't know, instant coffee.
1: Yeah, instant coffee and milk. Yeah. All you right. don't want to say milk because you're a big milk drinker. I am a big milk drinker. I'm a big weeb.
2: I can live with that. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, okay, so um, so now uh, we talked about that one last week. What's going on with this one?
2: All right, so I actually saw this, but I appreciate Rachel um, calling it to my attention as well. Remember when we were talking about the, the nerds one? I said, what are they even talking about? Diet Coke is a drink that like middle-aged ladies drink. Oh. Like that's if you want to I have don't remember a, you saying that. If you want to have a stereotype, like that's the stereotype. Well, Diet Coke agrees. Um and they're trying to like they're trying to, I guess, identify a bunch of unfairly maligned stereotype groups. So ner- you're you're nerds. And now they've gone they've kind of come at moms in the same way.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so we see. I, I have an important question for you. Sure. For the establishment of this straw man, or maybe it's not a straw man in your the opinion, straw mom. The straw mom. Uh, we see two young men sitting at a table in an area where other people are are working on their laptops and maybe eating. It looks
2: like it might be like a like a kind of a cool dining hall at a university. At maybe. a university. I was
1: going to ask, what do you think the age is? Because this is important to me. I'm going to say uh, like college, but like undergrad college, right? Yeah. Young college. college. Okay. And so can we can we hit go on this? this now is that enough setup?
2: yeah so the it's the well i'll just say this it's the same kickoff as the other as the other one where someone orders a diet coke and the dining companion has the temerity to challenge them on their drink order of soda of soda
1: Jeez. diet coke are you my mom you should be so lucky because you know what moms do
2: now we're in the 80s huh, i
1: suppose we should start with the whole giving you life thing Seems like that should be enough. Now, we're seeing a whole bunch of different moms doing different things. and this, this is very stylized. You can tell what they really wanted was the style. They wanted yes. to do an 80s thing.
2: Yes, this looks like an episode of Stranger Things.
1: Yes, very much so. No? Okay. What about her ability to send shockwaves through the neighborhood without saying a word? Or whip up a ridiculous handmade costume that you forgot to tell her about? Not to make you happy, but because she had a reputation to uphold. She invented Rideshare, called it Carpool, and did it for free. She didn't need those dating apps either. You copied her jeans, her spin, her shoes, her scrunchie, and, whether you realize it or not, her music.
0: Why not? Oh,
1: and she can win any argument in four words.
0: Because I said so.
1: Everything you're trying to do, she's already done it, did it better, and she did it with a Diet Coke in her hand. So, drink what your mama gave you. Okay, this ad infuriates me. Let me have it. And I don't think it's what other people are addressing here, so maybe I shouldn't have gone first. I've got
2: a lot of problems, too. I've got a lot of problems with this ad! (laughs) That was great. Thank you.
1: This... They wanted to make an '80s commercial because the '80s are cool now, Correct. and they had all these. They have all these '80s signifiers like uh, fluorescent jackets and uh, the stretch pants with the stirrups yep. and, and all this stuff. because oh, yeah. They wanted to have fun like Stranger Things. These kids, I asked you how old you think they are. They're. <laughs> it's like how were they reared in the '80s with this '80s mom? Now they're twenty years no, old. No, they'd be and our age. This, this commercial should be these should be moms in about 2000 yes. which is an incredibly boring commercial to make yes. like it would just be moms you know like, <laughs> I, I don't know what the moms of 2000 not, look like we don't
2: have enough it it just doesn't make it.
1: sense and then yeah. they, they screw with it even further because then they do a flashback and they show the mom in a record store as a teenager it's still the fucking 80s right they just wanted to do an 80s thing it's just so and I don't mind doing an 80s thing but like you backed into it in such a cheap way because you wanted to draft off of Stranger Things like lations. I don't know it, this song this thing really irritates me I'm I call it a song I'm so mad
2: I, this song is making me mad <laughs> this song is making me want to buy Diet Coke <laughs> no I'm with you I think the timeline is all, is all screwed up you're totally right about that um, I think that Others may disagree with this. I know one of our listeners had something to say about this that I'll get to in a minute here, but I also think that some of these examples of like how cool moms are are very um, contrived and self-serving, mm. and like you can tell they wanted to put in the thing where the mom makes the 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 costume for the play overnight. They have her sewing away, mm-hmm. and she makes like a really amazing cactus costume for oh, the kid. I thought it was a pickle. <laughs> Oh I, the, I, I, that's the one
1: arms. the one thing I liked was the pickle but Well, okay. it was a cactus. Okay.
2: But they they understood they were like something is not quite right because we moms all these moms are basically doing things that are like pretty gendered work, yeah, frankly, yeah, yeah. carpooling, making lunch, making carpooling, the lunch yeah. costumes. But so they want to like get all that in there, but they also know you can't be like Having moms only do women's work, yeah. so they try to write around it in this really awkward way of like, she made you that costume not because you need it, not to make you happy, but um, oh, for because her, for her, her own reputation. reputation or something. You have a woman on a bicycle, like on a stationary bike. I mean, all this stuff, stuff is just super gendered.
1: And she didn't need an, a dating app is the most forced line in the world. You're talking there one second; they're talking about carpooling. It makes no sense. He, he says, "I think literally." She didn't call it ride sharing. She called it carpooling. And she didn't need a dating app either. What are you talking about? For what? They had to is throw your, that in there. And I didn't I didn't understand that line, but now it makes sense. They're trying to like retrofit this. Yes. Oh, this is so there's no the only thing they wanted to do mm-hmm. was get these spoof le- on the 80s. Get and these show leg the warmers leggings. out yes. and these
2: parachute jackets out. And like, I'm with you. I love the costumes. I think it's great. Just say. Diet Coke was a big thing in the '80s, and the yes. '80s is cool now. Yes. So Diet Coke is cool now. Do it too. Bing to bang it. boom. You got Amen. it. Amen.
1: Bing bang boom, as the lady said.
2: Um, but I, but opinions may vary. Um, so Rachel, yeah, again, thank right. you. Oh yeah, obviously we're the ones with the podcast. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rachel agrees that this is an ill-conceived campaign. Listener Nathaniel writes um, about this bombs one. The initial uh, pre- the initial premise of this one at least makes more sense. Diet Coke does feel like a mom drink, and I like everything they say about moms. Well, that's where you're wrong, Nathaniel, because what they're saying about moms is not actually good. <laughs> um, I like the idea of rebranding. You know
1: th- what? No, just stop listening, Nathaniel. <laughs> How dare you come at us with this?
2: But I do agree. Like, and I even said, like, I I actually think that the Diet Coke is for moms or for middle aged ladies could be an interesting way to Mm -hmm. go at it Mm -hmm. but it's like they it's because they're so afraid to step into this minefield of gender politics that they they screw it up Mm -hmm. like i think that there's something to be said about like i mean when women i mean like the diet diet coke break was a a, pheno- a yeah. phenomenon
1: because women kind of ogling talk a man. about
2: diet coke as like women's companion as they got into the workforce mm-hmm. there's something yeah. that's progressive Amen. but also you could be very retro about it like get the shoulder pads out sure. and the 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 shoes you know the the tennis shoes but with the business skirts yep um yeah i got a lot of ideas coke yeah
1: so. um I'm trying to think uh, it's not nine to five that you're describing there but what's your other favorite movie by the way I'm sorry Working that I girl. didn't play this, this me. what would you do again Doctor, <laughs> fix this commercial what should
2: I do tell me well I just think there's a number of ways to come at either women being uh, you know the the target audience that you're talking to or um, or the 80s mm-hmm. or both but the way they did it is so ham-fisted I think um like one thing one other thing that Nathaniel said is that he he wonders if this is like they're really trying to target girls generally and the nerd one i think was sort of gender neutral it was a, a man and a woman in the original you know having the diet coke and what are you doing drinking diet coke and then the nerd population was very mixed gendered and then in this one it opens with two young men but then goes to all moms. So I'm not sure. It also just feels very muddled. Like, I can't tell who they're talking to. Yeah, that's
1: that's what I think. I don't know who. And again, I think, I mean, okay, maybe this is a little bit closer, but I don't know. Like, it is true. My mom drank Diet Coke in the 1980s. Yeah. Like, so that kind of makes sense. But... Nowadays, I don't think of it when I think of Diet Coke, and maybe this is just like my personal life, so this isn't the standard. But I think of people like Luke and our friend Toon, like these were
2: so they're Diet Coke and not Coke Zero.
1: Well, they are now, but I think they were huge Diet Coke people, and then they replaced it. But I mean, to them, like there was a cult fascination almost. And I'm talking about in their 20s and 30s, and like now we're all middle aged because what the hell, but uh, you got to get older, but um. That was a weird thing to say. But anyway, but I don't think of them as, like, getting into it as a middle-aged thing. I feel yeah. like a lot of people were really into Diet Coke.
2: Yeah, it's interesting that they're trying to bring it back separately from Coke Zero. Yeah. Um, and Diet Coke does have a really different flavor. It's much less sweet than Coke Zero.
1: Which I don't think they have anything called Coke Zero anymore. I'm being pedantic here, but I think it's Coke Zero Sugar. I think they got rid of Coke Zero, didn't they? Or do they oh. now have something called Coke Zero Sugar? No, I Coke think it's Zero. just called yeah.
2: Coke Zero Sugar, but, I mean, I it's yeah. a Coke Zero. It's yeah. the same. I mean, I think yeah. it's the same. Yeah, I don't know
1: why I brought that up, but I just remember talking about it on the show, and it just seemed like a weird marketing thing to me. Why add another word? And yeah, I don't know.
2: Anyway, um, so I re- I really appreciate you, Rachel, uh, bringing that. Uh, Uh, putting that up on the Facebook group because I did want to talk about it.
1: And Nathaniel, I love you. You can keep listening. I hope you do. (laughs) I was just Josh and my friend. Can I read this next one? This one actually came in to me. Um, This is from Barbara who says, I listened with fascination to your quiz the other day in which you had, um, you had to guess the jingles as they were played on the coronet by Clyde. Yes. Listener Clyde sent in a bunch of cornet uh, played jingles and I had to guess what the jingles were. Barbara says, I was shocked you didn't know the Armor Hot Dog jingle because I think you are a Simpsons watcher and they sang the entire jingle. I've never eaten an Armor Hot Dog, but I know all of the lyrics because of this clip. Maybe this will bring back memories. It certainly does bring back memories. Well, I'll tell you why I... Don't think I made the connection, um, but so this is a one-minute clip. We see the Simpsons extended family having, you know, like so you have the grandpa there and the aunts. They're all um, sitting around the the Simpsons dinner table. I remember Lisa's third birthday. She and Bart did this adorable little
2: song and dance
1: routine. Oh, <laughs> that was a real hard honker. Let's see it. No, do it decent do do
0: hot dogs armor hot dogs sing it like you mean it
2: what kinds of kids eat armor hot dogs
0: The kids
2: skinny kids
0: kids who climb on rocks tough kids skinny kids even kids with chicken pot <laughs> like millhouse is outside the house armor hot
1: dogs hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs kids love <laughs> to The end. Homer goes by the screen says, "Please buy armored hot dogs. Armor." I keep saying armored hot dogs. You always say that. Very different thing.
2: At the end, they sing, "I feel like chicken tonight."
1: Yes. Um, uh, Lisa says, "Doesn't
2: anybody in this family know any
1: songs other than commercials?" (laughs) And they all start singing, "I feel like chicken tonight." Which, by the way, what product was that? Even was it wasn't just for chicken?
2: No, it was like some simmering sauce. Yeah, I
1: think you're right. Um, I do remember that I'll bet you a million bucks when I saw that as a kid or teenager or whatever that I thought that they just made up Armor Hot Dog.
2: Really? I don't know.
1: I don't I don't know, but I think so.
2: It's true that it was a little bit of a that song, I think that jingle predated us a little mm-hmm. bit. So I didn't when I saw that Simpsons um I didn't have like a cultural connection to the song they were singing or their thing, but I don't think I assumed it was mm. some in universe product
1: And we have one more email here And this came from Jenna
2: Yeah so Jenna uh, Thank you for bringing this to my attention And I went down a bit of a rabbit hole But I'm going to take everybody on my journey um, So We uh, Jenna writes Did you ask if we'd ever uh, Discussed any 7-Up commercials Like classic 7-Up commercials mm-hmm. uh, She says I was listening to a podcast About the James Bond films And they went on a tangent About an actor who played Baron uh Samity I had to look up the pronunciation okay. of that
1: Baron Samity is Baron a title uh
2: unclear Baron mm-hmm. is a very troubling character who was like a voodoo God zombie King a little a little unclear. I only watched clip I really In ha- James
1: Bond. I didn't know it got so oh, it, out of this world it got otherworldly.
2: as I, I mean I have said. it's unclear to me if there's actual magic involved, mm. but like um, so the guy who played Baron Samity, uh, it was an actor named Jeffrey Holder. I know him as Punjab from Annie. Okay. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, but like I had the, the
1: record, the, the Broadway yeah, record. Yeah,
2: So the, the he's the actor. But we've also seen him because he was Seven uh, Up's pitch man for a lot of years, like twenty mm-hmm. years.
1: The did he say the uncola? The
2: uncola. He yeah. had a very he was, I think, Trinidadian, I think. Yeah. Or something yeah, like I think that. We've talked about that yeah, before. So yeah, so we actually have. So Jenna, to answer your question, we haven't done a whole deep dive on him, but I will tell you that. Um, if you're looking for the episode where we talk about at least one of his commercials, it's episode 188, um, The Slowboat to Slogan Town.
1: <laughs> I like that our show titles still make me laugh hundreds <laughs> of episodes later. What are we on now, by the way? 247. So this was 188. That was a long time ago.
2: A long time ago, absolutely. Uh, so if you're looking for it, I forget where it is in the show, but it's in that show. Um, and that's the one where he talks about the uncola nuts. He holds up a cola nut, right, and then holds right. up a limon or a, or a lemon, or maybe it's a maybe it's a lemon lime, some some lemon or lime
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, thing. And he says, "This is the un-cola nut."
1: Yes, and he's it, you can play he's, it. Oh yeah, here. Sorry, I didn't even open it. He's in like a tropical area, right?
2: Yes. These
0: are cola nuts. They grow here. They are used to make cola flavored soft drinks. These. On the other hand, are Ancola Nuts. They grow here, too. But as you can see, they're a bit different from Kola Nuts. It's a lemon and Rather right? larger, for one thing. Rather juicier, to I'd say. Marvelous little things, Ancola Nuts. We use them, of course, to make the uncola 7-Up. It's the Ancola nut that helps give the Ancola its je quoi. You know, fresh, clean taste. No aftertaste. Wet, wild, God, this that. makes me want to seven up so bad. Yeah. Marvelous. Absolutely marvelous. Just try making something like that out of a cola nut. Why, it's even prettier than a cola. Nuttier than a cola, actually. <laughs>
1: How did you find the episode that we... Did you just go through old show sheets?
2: I, uh, you know, I, I, I. after every show, I grab all the links of everything. Yeah. And I put that in... Its own document Uh Uh-huh So when I go to search for I just went and searched for Uncola Interesting Okay I was It pulled up A couple of docs But one of them You know But a But a I was able to see like which show, which like links sheet I'd put them in. Okay. So it breaks it up differently than a whole, our whole big giant show sheet.
1: Well, I, I vaguely remember talking about that. And I remember saying then what I'm saying now, which is just like, I am thirsty. For a seven. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm already in the bag for those types of things, but seeing that lemon and the lime, I, they did a good job later on too, with the lyman that you mentioned too, that you will see Wait, it, yeah, was that, decades was later. Was that seven
2: up or Sprite? Oh, that's
1: a good question. That, that might have might've been Sprite. Been Sprite
2: yeah, uh, But anyway, so, the link that Jenna sent me was, I think, his first one. And then um, I think it also had the teen angel one that we've talked about already. But it also had something called Her First Uncola. And this is the commercial that has really seized a hold of my imagination.
1: Really? Because it seems Her like first it's saying un-Cola.
2: Having a 7-Up is like losing your virginity. Oh, really?
1: That's an you interesting tell, approach. You tell
2: me how this reads to you. We open on a little scene with a teenage boy, kind of on a date with a teenage girl, it looks like, and he's pouring a, a bottle of 7-Up into her glass for her.
0: Her first Uncola, The moment in every girl's life when she leaves her childhood of one caller after another caller behind and begins a lifetime of the fresh, clean taste of 7-Up.
1: It's also intercut with while they're drinking their sodas at the table. It's intercut with her running through a field coming in from like screen left, and then the boy running into the field to meet her in the middle from screen right. And she's carrying a balloon. Yes. It, it definitely it feels does seem pregnant
2: like, with symbolism. It is like, it
1: definitely is. I don't think that's, I don't even think it's supposed to be subtle. It's, it's uh, welcome to womanhood.
2: It's so weird. I think
1: it's kind of
0: funny. I think
2: it's funny too, but it's so strange. I mean, 7 Up around this time like the Manny Potankin one is another good example yeah. like they just were like i don't know let's see what they were like let's be the unadvertised <laughs>
1: yeah i guess so yeah no that was, that's kind of funny i mean it's knowing i think i'd be more you think concerned think it's knowing I'd i mean be it's more so weird if it weren't yeah yeah oh seven up be horny
0: <laughs> you can't sell anything
2: you can
1: Genevieve, we can open up the door to the studio now and let some air in. And we can both stop sitting in pools of our own sweat. So that's (laughs) nice. Before we do that, though, tell people how they can get at us.
2: You can call us at 607 444 5597. You can email us at after these messages show at Gmail or you can go on the Facebook group where I saw a bunch of you hanging out today and a lot of really fun stuff, really interesting and funny things. Way more than we could ever uh, do in one in in a single show. So it's really it's really great there. I love the conversations.
1: I've been watching more TV uh, than usual recently because baseball's back. As I like to say, the, the the crack of the bat, the roar of the pandemic, baseball's back. Um, and so I've been seeing a lot of commercials. I will be talking about them. They're not baseball related. I've just been seeing more TV uh, lately. And some of these commercials are giving me feelings. Some good, some bad. Uh, Jack in the Box, I'm coming after you oh, next that's week. that's right.
2: You've got a real problem with them.
1: Menu Tar, look out. Yeah. I've got you Watch in my out, sights. Menu Tar. All right. If you guys have anything you want us to talk about next week, send us an email uh, after these messages show at gmail.com or the other ways that Genevieve just told you about. And uh, I think my work's done here. How about you, Vives? Yeah, I think so. I'll right, talk to you guys next week.
2: I knew it was
1: Swatch.